The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musing. And good morning on this beautiful Monday morning. And uh, let's see, it's Depot Bay, Oregon, so on the west coast of the United States. This morning on CEO Coach, we're going to talk about how you exit a company and never starting a company without knowing your exit. So just me this morning, I'm going to chat about things that uh, I kind of learned along the way about how to structure a business with a clear idea of what your exit's going to look like. So let's begin with how you structure businesses and what kind of exits you get at the far end, depending on what you put together. In general, you have either a product-based business or a people-based business. A service-based business is a people-based business. Sometimes you have hybrids, like McDonald's is a hybrid-based business. It has a product that sells on a regular basis, lots of products. It's the foods and so on. Then it has its environmental stuff, including its uh, real estate and the experience of playing in the gym, which they have to manage and maintain and so on. So tremendous amount of inventory, not just in food, but in other products that people get as ancillary benefits of using the company. And then it's also got this huge service component. In order to deliver the product, it needs a lot of people, and it needs a continuing influx of folks in order to grow. So that one's kind of hybrid. Now, every product-based business is in some way a hybrid. It in some way needs people, and the more product it sells, the more likely it will need more people. So we that there's a little bit of a mix there. But in general, you can grow either with product or with people. For example, if you are a consulting company, you're pretty much a people-based business. Your product is the consulting that the people provide to your customers. So you need to have not only an expanding group of people that need to be trained to either create or ship or deliver your product, but you need folks who are highly trained to be able to deliver a very high-quality product as you expand. Generally, as you begin with a consulting business, it's a single person. It's you. So you know all the stuff that you know, and you know how you like it done, and you know the quality of which you'd like to deliver. And if you're an entrepreneurial type, chances are your bent is to make things quite perfect, to be really good at what you do, and not to slough off and pretend and, and just, you know, clock in and so on and so forth. It's in your nature to make things really, really good. Finding folks who are willing to come on as employees and finding folks who can be as good as you are is where the crux lies, the difficulty lies, if you will. It's difficult to replicate yourself. So you'll need now one and some odd change of another person to replicate the value of just you. This can go on for being, say, three or four people to be the value of you, or 
It can just be maybe another person and a little bit of help. Nevertheless, you'll come to the point where you recognize that you're going to have to put up with not as quite as good as you whenever you replicate the services with a staff. If you find folks who can do it as well as you can, chances are they own their own consultancy too. So therein lies the rub, growing with people. The second one is growing with product. There you can say, well, I have developed some kind of a product, perhaps even around the services that I originally consulted around, and that's the one that I'm going to focus on because so many folks here are consultants, if you will. They are either affiliate marketers or individual search marketers, uh, loan consultants, many of them, or just beginning to gather around a few people who will work with them. The consulting thing in which you look for a product says, if I could sell this product and sell more of it, it would replicate itself in terms of income without additional work from me. Now, it's, again, never not zero more work from you. It's never zero more work from you. But it is significantly less than, if you will, trading time for dollars. And that's what consulting does, trading time for dollars. The other is replicated income. Okay, so we want recurring revenue streams, something where you make the effort once, create a piece of software, a piece of intellectual property, something written, visual, whatever it is, a tool, perhaps, and so on, and then it has recurring income because people can buy the same thing again and again and again. This concept of uh, scaling with people says that at the far end, the exit, you have only if you will, yourself as the big sun, the shining star, the piece in the middle of that business. And once you take yourself out of it, the brand and the value of your company leaves with you. So the acquisition that's possible in a consulting firm in which there's only one person or one and a few others who basically follow along, so you continue to sell your own brand with support. Lawyers do this, for example. Attorneys will have themselves and then they'll have support team, but no one else replicates what they do, right? Physicians have that often, not groups of physicians in clinics, but single physicians who then have support staff around them, but nobody else does what they do. So you can see how that translates in other parts of our um, economy as well. Those folks and technologists, right, who do consulting, have themselves as the center brand, and when they leave, the value of that brand is basically a book of business. It means the contacts you've made, the reputation you have in the industry, but you're leaving, and the uh, clients and potential clients you've served. So if you're serving potential clients and they're sending you, say, even a million dollars a year in gross pay, and it costs you, I don't know, only 200000 a year for the assistance that you've hired, maybe somebody to answer your phones and a personal assistant type person, and maybe, I don't know, you farmed out your accounting and a little bit of this and that, and then you have one or two other people working at perhaps $50,000 a year, U.S. dollars essentially was what we're playing with again here in the discussion, then you have a business with an 80% margin. It's huge, but once you leave, the question is, will those customers follow the new folks who bought your book of business? For a short period of time, the answer is probably yes, or most of them probably yes, but it's pretty dicey. They wanted you. They didn't want the name of your company. They wanted you. 
So there you have the value of consultancy. One times the volume of money you're bringing in in a single year or one times your gross income. So if it's a million bucks, you're likely to get a million bucks for your business. If you bring in 150000 you're likely to get 150000 Sometimes we say 1.5x. It's one and a half times one year's salary. That really means whether you're making $20,000 U.S., $200,000, or $2 million, what you're going to have to do at the far end of, if you will, selling this business, these book of lists of your clients who may or may not follow the new buyer and owner, even if you make a fairly smooth handoff because you're uh, like a dentist or a physician or so on, integrating the replacement person, the next buyer of your business into your business first, even when you do that, there is a chance that they won't stick around, these uh, customers won't stick around. Then what you have is you're forced to make your own retirement plans. You must have put money aside in advance so that you can retire as comfortably and live as comfortably as when you were working. It's almost like being an employee. You still trade at time for dollars. In a lifestyle business, by the way, that's one of the best solutions. It gives you the largest control over your business and at the same time provides you the ability to work or not work according to your comfort levels and according to your financial needs and so on. It's the easiest way to go, but it is not the most financially profitable way to go. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about the process that is involved in product-based businesses. And then we're going to talk about a hybrid which says even if you want a lifestyle business, which many of the CEOs who are listening to this program might want, there are ways in which you can incorporate productization of your intellectual property that will enhance the value of your business sale at the far end and enhance your ability to simply keep this lifestyle business going for the long term. This is Jillian Music on CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Now, WebmasterRadio.fm. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. 
Brands, premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands, Twitter management app, analytics and mobile site generators. eBrands, let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about knowing your exit before you enter a business. Usually that means identify your buyers before you begin. And I would say, yes, that is some of the focus of what we're talking about today. But we're looking a little deeper under the hood. We're saying, what kind of a business are you creating? Is it one that is based on your consulting skills or service-type skills that would require additional people to be added to your business in order to expand? And what is the value of that business as you exit? Or are you building a business based on product in which you have replicable or uh, recurring revenue coming from a product without commensurate additional physical labor on the uh, beginning and the inception end, which would be your labor or your employee's labor. So we're taking a look at the different kinds of businesses. Naturally, it looks like product is a whole lot better than consulting in terms of financials. I get that. And a lot of people do right away, and they go, oh, gosh, then I should do that right away. Not necessarily. It depends on the kind of business you're looking for. Folks who go into product-based businesses don't generally have, if you will, a lifestyle business. Once you launch a product and you've got it out in the open, whether it's a, a physical product like a toy or a chair or whatever it is, the manufacturing process and managing that uh, shipping of product and so on must continue on a regular basis. It's like you know, launching a, a human being onto the planet. It has a life of its own, and you must manage and maintain and care for it all the time. So it's not quite as easy as it takes off on itself. Now, if you have a piece of software that you can sell online, you've got a single object, and many, many people do that. Certainly, affiliate marketers listening in will go, well, sure, I do that all the time. You might have a book or a booklet, uh, some piece of information that helps somebody do you know, X, Y, or Z in their lives or their business, and you can sell and repeatedly sell that piece of information online ad nauseum. And that's great. In general, it should be updated now and then, but sometimes it can go for a long period of time. It has a shelf life all its own, and you know how long that is. So some maintenance required, but you can see that the product can provide recurring revenue, sometimes with very high margins if the uh, product is something like software and doesn't require a physical manufacturing and putting into a box. Say, like, we used to buy Microsoft Office in boxes, and many of us still do, off a shelf. It requires all of that physical stuff from the, you know, burning of this, uh, well, actually the creation of the DVDs and then burning onto them and then putting in the books and writing that stuff and popping it in a box and getting it wrapped and getting it shipped and getting it to the stores. And then, of course, you have all the people who will sell it to you. So a number of levels of things. Now you can also buy Microsoft Office simply by logging on to Microsoft.com and purchasing it as software on the web. 
So the next phase would be um, one piece that you might say as technologists you'd like to put on the web and sell that does not require physical manufacturing. I mean, web is just fantastic for that and can, again, create tr just tremendous lifestyle businesses. So many of the folks who sell, you know, get-rich-quick schemes talk about this kind of a lifestyle which you can create on the web. Again, not quite so simple as it seems. You certainly need a lot of knowledge, and the folks who are CEOs of their own consultancies here or those small um, businesses of affiliate marketers and so on understand that as well. You need a lot of know-how. So that's the beginning. The second piece on the product side would be moving it from a single product, like a single book or booklet or of information on a how-to or who knows what, to something that would be recurring revenue. Folks like Jeremy Shoemaker, for example, in the affiliate space, have a recurring revenue process in which you continue to pay on a monthly basis for continuing information or education about a particular line of business. On my end, SEO Moz does exactly the same thing. We have a subscription-based service. Folks pay us on a monthly basis to learn more about SEO, to use the tool sets that we have, and so on, to make their businesses faster, easier, more cost-effective, and so on. So, so whether you sell information or tool sets that help people do things better and so on, it doesn't necessarily have to be software in a box anymore. Now we have the concept of software as a service. And again, technologists listening to the show obviously understand all that stuff. The question is, what's the differential in the value of the company when you have something like software as a service, say software as a single download, um, a piece of a book, a piece of uh, information or whatever it is, um, or the manufacturing process where you have a hard product. The difference has to do with the margins. The value of the company will increase if the margins are very high. The margin is the gross amount that you're charging for your product or service, subtracted from that, you must subtract the cost of the goods, in other words, cost of manufacturing, and the cost of shipping. So those are the basics that you take away. It doesn't include things like the cost of your taxes or your rent, whatever it is. But gross margin, which means, again, the, cost that you're, or the, the price that you're charging less the cost of delivery, Kind of like what you think of in the U.S. tax forms as, you know, cost of goods, right? Those deductions provide you with your margin. Margins at 80% and over make investors drool. We talked about that a number of times in investment uh, segments on this show. Now we're talking about the value of your exit. Why does it make investors so happy when you have very high margins? It's because the cost of delivery is low. That means that you can get not one X for your business, one times your gross annual income, but rather things like three and four and maybe even five and six times. During the heyday of the late 90s, six to 10x on the software service business was not unheard of at all. It was very high uh, multiples, they call it, you know, 1x, 2x, 3x multiples in terms of exits. So nowadays the exits look more like three to four or 4.5. Those are still significant. You have quadrupled the value of what you do dependent on how you do it. Now the question is how much of your business would have to be recurring revenue product or services 
and how much would it have to be the single delivery services, which we would call consulting, if you want to have a kind of hybrid service in which you say, I am a consultant, I enjoy my lifestyle business, I work when I want to, I don't when I don't, I don't have employees, maybe I have some 1099 outsourced folks, whatever. So understanding the balance there, you'd say really only about 20 or 30% of the absolute outside, probably closer to 20%, must be serviced. The rest must be products in order to realize those kind of multiple returns. The reason is, again, if you remove yourself as the consultant, you find that the major value of the company disappears if you have a consulting firm. It makes good sense. Now, You'll have to decide, as the owner of your company, whether you want a consulting kind of business. It can go on for quite some time, but at some point along the way, you're putting away enough money to make your own retirement. You're not concerned about retiring comfortably and very well and accomplishing all the goals you'd like, from traveling to hanging out to who knows what you'd want to do, invest again, etc. Right? You do that along the way, and you're not concerned about managing that with just the sale of your company. If you go and add some product to it, you could even spin off the product section of your business, perhaps at a smaller piece of it, of course, because it isn't all you do, but that one piece spun off into its own business with its own branding could be valued at the 3 and 4x. If you keep them together, your consulting actually reduces the value of the total of your business. So, Think about separating your consulting work from your product work. Now, the next question is, how would you create product around the intellectual property you already have by being a good expert consultant in your field? And I would say, for example, um, I was just talking to an attorney. She does good work. She's done some family, you know, legacy planning work. She's done some work around uh, businesses and startups and really enjoys working with those guys, but she's noticed they really can't afford her services. Right? At three and four and five hundred dollars per hour, she can make a good living. But at, say, fifty dollars an hour, not so much. But startups in the real depths of startups, right? That, that dip that we keep talking about here on CEO Coach, when you've got to spend everything and you're not making anything yet. During that time, very few, even startups that will be powerful in the future, can afford the kind of high prices that you would like to pay. So I counseled her, well, if you want to play in the startup world, you can do that. You cannot do it by consulting individually, but you could leverage the consulting that you already know has to happen pretty generically across the board with every startup, whether it's technology, uh, Main Street, or any other street. You know what has to be done. Those kinds of things you can create forms around, you can create information around it, you can even create a subscription service that says, if you're starting a new business, you start a subscription with my company, if you will. And for a hundred bucks a month, you start with a $1,200 a year client. And then later they grow to $500 a month or even $1,000 a month. And now you have a $12,000 a year client and so on. This is still pretty small for an attorney, but you can multiply by tens to hundreds making it valuable for companies as they start up and making it more valuable for yourself as you go along. Then you add significant amounts along the way of personalized consultation, and perhaps you draw in some other attorneys who want to do the same thing. So in that way, you have a real hybrid business 
doing the consulting, the bespoke or custom consulting you know how to do, but leveraging the general knowledge you have about things that every business must do. And maybe you create separate sectors where you have subscriptions for you know, one kind of a business versus another kind versus technologists and so on. So we talked about those kinds of things, and this goes across the board. For people who do consulting work, there are things you know that must happen every time. Look at the things you do every time for every client. That's the stuff you can productize. The next question this attorney asked me was, how do I stop people from kind of reusing it? Somebody will sign up for my service for 100 bucks a month. They'll be able to download these forms. And how do I stop others from using the same forms? And my counsel there is, don't worry about it. It's a marketing expense. And you're actually going to be paid a few times to create your marketing dollars right? or to, instead of spending marketing dollars. right? It's, it's creating marketing materials. It says, I know my stuff. I'm willing to help you. It's a start, and then you can use my services for more. Think about those things in your own business and understand how to leverage what you have in IP to sell it multiple times. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with an idea of what you sell for and how you ID your buyers. Never go into business without knowing your exit. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. On the road. On the boat. Working out. Or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, Blackberry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone, as well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
So as we wrap up here on this Monday morning in uh, Depot Bay, Oregon, I want to talk one more time about the difference between consultancies, product companies, and making that hybrid, which may be the perfect spot for so many folks who begin with a consultancy. Consultancies provide a 1x sale price, or maybe 1.5. It means one times the gross amount of money you'll collect in a year, your gross income of a year. You've got to set aside money for your own retirement or for your next phase of business goals. The next piece would be the opposite end, product-based. And if you have a web business, as most folks listening to this uh, show do, you've got perhaps software as a service or a single product being sold online, so on, that does not require physical manufacturing. Your margins are very high. Your buyers will be taking a look at how much gross income they can make from your business. It will be significantly higher than having to uh, grow with lots more people because it will take only one-tenth or even less in terms of human capital in order to grow the business 10 times, 20 times, and so on. The, The object is that the product will continue to retain value and bring in more and more value without having to add one person for every number of dollars that you put in, uh, as one would with a consultancy. Okay, so you get the idea. You can leverage the product so far fewer people are required to make lots more money with the product. The great balance lies with a combination of both. If you like your consultancy and it's a good lifestyle business, add a component that is product based on the information that you know is required by all of your clients or segmented into groups of clients requiring certain pieces and create a separate brand around it. And that's the killer piece. As we wrap up today, what I'm saying is if you're going to have a consultancy with product, create a separate brand around the product piece, it will be the piece that you can sell for 2, 3, 4X and so on or the piece that you can hold on to when you no longer wish to do the consulting. This has been Julia Music on CEO Coach this lovely Monday morning. We're going to look forward to seeing you again next week on webmasterradio.fm where you can download this show at www.webmasterradio.fm slash CEO-coach or through iTunes. Looking forward to hearing you next week.